0: We are live, more or less.
1: (laughs) More or less, okay. So, episode one,
0: we are here to discuss the God Emperor of Mankind. I specifically wanted to find the list of nicknames of the God Emperor of Mankind so we can do the complete proper introduction as dictated by nerd law. So, continue.
1: if you're new to Warhammer and this is your first introduction, I am so sorry.
0: <laughs> so. This. Yeah. This is not a serious podcast. No. So, <clears throat> I will now read to you the Emperor's, some of the Emperor's many sacred names. <clears throat> the God Emperor of Mankind, also known as Da Emperor. Emps, Big Daddy Emps, the motherfucking Emperor, Big E, Mr. Xenos Destroyer, Chaos Fister, the Golden Daddy, E Money, Augustus Imperator, Deus Imperator, Him upon the Throne, Primogenitor, The Outlander, Him on Earth, All Father Rangu, Imperator Mortifex, Master of Mankind, the Immortal Emperor, the Golden King, the Omnissiah, the Cardomancer, the Empanator, Jimmy Space, the Fresh Emperor of Sacred Terra, that guy with the bigger gun than you, Golden Boy, Space Jesus, the Mad Emperor of Mankind, Glorious Overlord, Lord of Bling, my Madly Emperor, Lord Sovereign of the Imperium, (laughs) Star Man, Mega Dick Daddy, the King of Terra, Bony M, and then there's all the nicknames for the unimportant other people who are not the Imperium of Man, who are not the subject of this video. That's next time. And we skip a few, and then we get to the important one, Connor MacLeod of the Clan MacLeod. Naturally, naturally. That's (laughs) actually what I
1: refer to him in my own passing.
0: (coughs) I refer to him as, um, the Big One. Yes, yes, Big Daddy Dick (laughs) also is, um, (laughs) up there. Yes. (laughs) And of course... The big giant crunchy psychic sandwich. Naturally, naturally. <laughs> to that tattoo on my forehead. <laughs> you have the word bear- you have the word bearer symbol on your shoulder and big crunchy psychic sandwich on your forehead. Naturally. Ah! Excellent. Excellent.
1: Uh, so, in order to discuss what the emperor or who the emperor is, we need to turn back the clock to Earth about a fucking while ago, uh, In about the Neolithic era. So Mankind had these proto-psychers, which are people with connection to the warp, the warp being the alternate-, the alternate Demon parents. wizard
0: mind, people!
1: <laughs> <laughs> the They're de- they can
0: connect to, they connect to space hell with their minds.
1: Yes, it is in That's a it. parallel universe built of emotion. And yes. these proto-psychers were called shamans. They could see that Mankind was going to be fucked in a very far future. And so the conversation and argument on what to do lasted several centuries, as the as Imperium's way. In, in an effort to stop this and generate a solution, they all killed themselves at the same time. Whether that thus, was t- to end the thus, argument or to, resu- uh, to create a result, I guess we'll never know.
0: In that exact moment, the founding principles of the Imperium of Man, bureaucracy, and stupid amounts of self-sacrifice were born, and thus... From said bureaucracy and self-sacrifice, the answer to the Cyclist question was born. The Man-Emperor of Mankind. Absolutely. <laughs> and then from that point on, he was kind of
1: just chilling throughout history for about 30,000 years. I have a question. Answer.
0: Do they not say in the lore, because I'm not as good in the lore on you, as you are, do they not say in the lore that the Emperor has shown up in multiple human forms, including the Prophet Muhammad?
1: I, I do believe that they mentioned that he uh impersonated holy people to guide ma- uh mankind over several parts so in history.
0: So is that why like every important European religious figure has really long hair? Because it's all the emperor. Yeah.
1: It's all yes. It's all Henry Cavill. Oh,
0: <laughs> it's all Keanu Reeves.
1: It's all Keanu Reeves. Reeves <laughs> <laughs> always has been.
0: Vin, all right. It's kind of yeah. So we skip now to uh, about
1: 30,000 years in the future to um basically <laughs> mad max world
0: yes mad max just mad mac i was gonna make a fist of the north star joke oh okay that's yeah i don't know if you've seen fist of the north star so i don't but know go ahead seen. okay people might it understand. is basically it's based so fist of the north star people side is mad max but with anime vibe, anime punching fair enough that is where omaewa mo shindaru came from okay okay so in that time everything was gone. The seas were gone. Everything was just a really sad burnt out desert.
1: Yeah, it was it's literally what looks like it it's like the Fallout universe if Fallout if the Fallout universe was 30,000 years in the future. Earth is yes. fucked. There is no yes. water. And everybody and is, f- has radiation poisoning and is being ruled <laughs> by people called techno barbarians. <laughs>
0: This was written in the eighties. Yeah, can you tell? <laughs> That's me? how you know how old Warhammer is. This is a freaking power metal album cover. It, it really is. That's what Earth techno barbarians <laughs> and from the ashes of this civilization came a jacked, a jacked sample of human perfection with incredible glossy hair, despite shampoo not existing <laughs> as even a concept for a century and a half. Right. So and af- that af- was the emperor,
1: and that was the emperor after Earth. Or as it was now known as Terra, went to shit in a handbasket. Uh, the emperor emerged with an army of enhanced super soldiers known as Thunder Warriors. Don't worry, these guys will be around for a very long time. I'm, I'm sure. Yes, I got a good They're feeling very about long-leared. Thunder
0: Warriors. They're very They're very cool. I mean, they have all the necessary elements of the of 40k heroic staples, such as helmets, gold, long flowing hair. You can't see them, I'm nodding elements. along. I'm nodding along. Just all of the essential 40k elements. Just for those of you who are new, 40k is what would happen if you took power metal and just turned that power metal in the 80s and just turned all that up to 11. Yeah, it's it's wonderful.
1: Yeah,
0: it's a wonderful mess. So, on
1: top of the Thunder, Warner, Thunder Warriors, goddamn, he had a legion of personal bodyguards called the, the Legio custodis, the Custodians. Uh, and basically, these were like two Thunder Warriors stacked on top of each other. <laughs> and then, giving literally the most expensive war gear you could ever fucking imagine. Question.
0: Yes. This is Apocalypse Shitty Earth. So why? Do, so what is the most expensive war gear one could imagine on Apocalyptic Shitty Earth?
1: That's a good question. Um... Is it all
0: shiny gold-plated? Pretty, or yes. No, all,
1: all of it was shiny gold-plated. Because that was, that's how they showed their status and superiority. <laughs> that's how you know they're the good guys. "Quote unquote,
0: good guys. they Like they may be bigger and scarier and stronger, but their weapons are all shiny and gold. Yes,
1: so that means that's how good. you
0: know they're heroes because they 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 hurt to look at in the <laughs> sun hell blasted desert land. Yes. <laughs> so eventually,
1: Earth was reunified under the the leadership of the Emperor and the these armies that he created. And just so you happen to you know, oops, the Thunder Warriors are dead. Moving on. Question. Yes. Are we gonna bring up Malkador? Yes. So, okay. the ENTIRE time this was happening, and then the ENTIRE <laughs> NEXT 2,000 years, <laughs> The Emperor had a best friend known as Malkador Decidulate. Mal- Malkador was almost as powerful with warp fuckery, with being <laughs> a Psyker, as the Emperor.
0: Also, they're both immortal. <laughs> so... Wait. Yes. Wait, no, we're going to get to that later. <laughs> okay, moving on. Continuity questions. <laughs> there are no such thing as continuity
1: anymore, Henry. There are. <laughs> Alright, moving on. Late 31st millennium, the creation of the Primarchs. The Emperor, having been satisfied with the conquest of Earth, then decided to conquer the galaxy. Because
0: <laughs> that's what Bond villains do. And he triggered... I mean, how else do you spread rampant ultimate r slash reddit atheism across the galaxy <laughs> Other in than... your magical shiny gold rock ships? Other than conquering everything. <laughs> and Killing everybody that doesn't look like you. Science! So the Emperor
1: created 20 of uh, uh, these things called Primarchs. And Primarch actually uh, has uh, history as a term, as they were used um, the leader of the Thunder Warriors... Where it was mm-hmm. called a Primarch. So it, it essentially huh. means ge- general in space terms. In s- ah. space faith language terms.
0: So the Emperor is essentially recycling his old stuff to make newer, better stuff every couple of times.
1: Which is a trend that happens yes. in the Imperium. So, he yeah. made these things. There were 20 of them. Uh, mm-hmm. These generals were made to lead the conquest of the galaxy. Uh, and all of them ha- were various stages of mental retarded. Uh, Each I have of them, a question. yes.
0: Because of the weird specializations of each of them in their specific legions, yes. Is it implied that like he created each of them to do s- for specific roles? Yes, exactly. To function as like yeah, and then they ended up going off and fucking off into except, their own. Except,
1: except the first legion.
0: The, oh, the,
1: because really? the, the dark angels, the first, the first legion. We're, we're getting to that.
0: Oh, right.
1: So, he created each of these 20 generals with a specific portion of his personality. They are, they are as follows. Mayan L. Johnson. Space... He-Man. He-Man.
0: Pass. Redacted! <laughs> three, son... Son number three, Fulgrim. Uh, I have no... J- Fulgrim. Um, human condition... The human equivalent of sissy boy hypnosis. <laughs> yeah. Son number four, Perturabo. The personification of the 40k fandom. <laughs> Son number 5, Jagged Icon. Fist.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: I am speed. <laughs> Son number 6, Laman Russ. Incomprehensible Northern European gibberish man. <laughs> Son number 7, Ronald Dorn. Ron <laughs> Swanson.
1: <laughs> Son number 8, Conrad Kurz. Edge. Son number 9, Sanguinius. The Mary Sue. Star-Glorious Hawk Boy. May yes. rest in peace. In peace. Sun, Sundown. I am a dwarf and a digging
0: <laughs> hole. <laughs> digging hole. Oh. There's Man <laughs> is also redacted. <laughs>
1: Angron.
0: Ah! Oh. <laughs> Rapute Gilliman. Zat Branigan. Mortarion. Reaper by Bathory at maximum volume. Magnus the Red. The nerd. Horus Lupercal. The only one whose name is remembered. (laughs) Lorgor Aurelian. Mormon. Vulcan. The best father ever. Corvus Corax. That's just straight up spirit from G.I. Joe. Alphys Omega. Afaris CIA. The CIA. CIA. (laughs) These Primarchs would lead
1: specific armies of... Uh, Superhumans called Adeptus Astartes, or as they Space co- Marines. There you go. <laughs> Who fight in the name of the Emperor? We have a lot to say about each of these primarchs and the legions, but we're going to make episodes on them specifically. All right. Before they were ready to be released from their gestation capsules, the gods of chaos flung them into the warp, resulting in each of them landing on different planets, which would help in building character.
0: Question. Yes. Brief t- brief aside. Um, again. Referencing the Great Fount of Knowledge, one um, D four chan naturally. Um, what about the mother of the Primarchs? Is that a canon thing, or is that
1: kind of kind of yes, no, maybe? Okay. Uh, TTS wanna... does a lot of jokes about the mother and how yeah. the mother was a test tube, but if you go into like other lore, like it's 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 hard to it's hard to really explain because there were people. Who literally made people from like Gene Code. They're called the Sel- yeah. the Selenor. They lived on the moon, literally. Yeah. Um And they they are the ones who made the Space Marines. They they made the Adeptus yes. Legions. Uh, the Astartes Legions. Yes. And um yeah. so it's kind of implied mm-hmm. that they helped the Emperor make these Primarchs. It's also mm-hmm. kind of implied that he kinda of did it on his own. Uh they mm-hmm. don't say, perhaps say that there is a biological mother, a biological mm-hmm. component. Yeah. Other than the emperor's mad good at science, yo. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Um, the question I was asking more was along the lines of the canonicity of Erda.
1: Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's Never. not straight canon. Cool. Um, cool. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. It might have yeah. been hinted at. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. There's a question I can't answer.
0: Okay. That's a first. That is a first. I think that's the first time in all I've known you that I've had a question about 40k that you couldn't answer. Not straight off, anyway. Yeah. Fair enough.
1: Alright, moving on. M31, The Great Crusade. Upon the orders of the Emperor, a massive fuck-off crusade was launched from terror to conquer the rest of the unsuspecting galaxy. He declared jihad on everything that wasn't a human.
0: (coughs) I have a question! Even some of the humans. Yes, especially some of the humans because they wouldn't listen to him. Yeah. And as exactly. we all know, the Emperor is always right. If he wasn't right, he wouldn't be wearing giant golden armor. Yes, he wouldn't, and he wouldn't have such, sword.
1: such luscious hair.
0: Yes. Other question. So the Emperor made the Primarchs specifically for so he could declare shiny golden jihad on the galaxy. Yes. And then he lost them. Yes. And then decided to glare, declare golden jihad anyway. Yes. The, the mission now is to reclaim his sons. Okay, for As those of you who are initiated, jihad is jihad is an, jihad is the Islamic word for religious war, so it has similar meanings to the word for those, similar meanings to the English Crusade. Moving on, he would then in turn be renamed. We're not just making <laughs> ISIS jokes. He would then There's be, in, in
1: turn, reunited with his, each of his Primarch sons as the conquest continues. The first to be found was none other than the arch fuckhead Horus Lupercal. He's important. Pay attention to that one. <laughs> Horus and the Primarch, Horus and the Emperor, were suspended. Yes. <laughs> Horus
0: and well, technically, the Emperor would be technically the Primarch of the Primarchs. I guess. The sure. To, under due Whatever. to technicalities, he is the Grand Ultra Primarch. Yeah. Put sure. that on one D4 chan. <laughs>
1: Uh, he would spend, Horace would spend the most time with the Emperor because he was the first one found.
0: Yeah. And so that's why he's the, he was known as the Emperor's favorite. Yeah. well, that's why everyone likes to, isn't Fulgrim technically the Emperor's favorite? Because no. he got to wear the eagle?
1: No. So the reasoning why the Emperor's children get to wear the eagle, the Aquila. Uh, fun fact, mm-hmm. for those of you who don't know, the Emperor's children the Third Legion are called the Emperor's children, obviously. So mm-hmm. you assume, hey, they're the Emperor's favorite. No. Mm -hmm. So the reasoning they're called the Emperor's Children and why they're allowed to, why they were the only legion allowed to wear the Aquila was because uh, after, so the Emperor's Children had some problem with their gene seed and Mm
0: -hmm. about
1: 98% of them were killed by like some rampant (laughs) mutation. I'm not even fucking. (laughs) There was like 300 left after um, before they found Fulgrim. Once they found Fulgrim, they could like replicate gene seed because obviously he's the Primarch and yeah. um they were allowed to regrow their m- numbers but because there were so few of them that um they were they had to be attached to another legion because they weren't combat right. efficient on their own so they were attached right. to the lunar wolves while mm-hmm. they were with the lunar wolves the luna wolves whatever
0: mm-hmm. um, there are several branch there are several space wolf branches <laughs>
1: yes <laughs> um while they were attached to the Lunar wolves um there was an assassination attempt on the emperor's life and it was the, uh, Emperor's children who fought to basically overcome that. And, yeah. uh, they were knocked down to, like, 20 fucking guys. So <laughs> the Emperor was like, alright, you guys are pretty cool, you sacrificed enough in my name, you get to now bear my mark.
0: <laughs> oh, how ironic that would become.
1: How ironic that would become. Actually, I'm reading the Siege of Terror right now, I've told you this. And the Siege uh. of Terra is excellent. Ah. Uh-huh. Um, and in one of the sections, so eventually, by the way, spoiler alert, uh, the Emperor's children fall to Chaos Taint. They become um, servants of Slaanesh, the, the god of excess, lust, and uh, porn. Porn. Yes, Space Anti. Um, <laughs> they ask Eidolon, Lord Commander Eidolon, who is basically Fulgrim's right hand man, um, mm-hmm. why they're still called the Emperor's children. And he literally just smiles back at Abaddon, who asks that question. They're like, uh, uh. It's like, fuck off, you stupid cunt. Like, <laughs> god damn. I, I hate the Emperor's Children so much. I, I
0: also don't like they the Emperor's Children. They make me so uncomfortable. They're just all, like... I don't like them.
1: No, I literally almost threw up reading Fulgrim, the book about them falling to the slash at the first. Uh-huh. It's yeah. like their descent. It literally... I had to stop reading the fucking book, because
0: I, I was so uncomfortable. Oh. Anyway! Oh, we can talk about that later. I just bought Vulcan's book and the Salamanders the Night Lord's book after, like, four years of being into all of this.
1: Yeah. I, I bought, just started buying the books. I bought all the books.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, you've had disposable income for I need to my do home. my
1: homework, but no. That's more important. <sighs> Anyway, yes. <laughs> emperor releases his sons unaccrued- on a conquest for a few hundred years until the Great Triumph at Olenor, where they beat a massive fuck-off orc empire, where he stepped out for cigarettes and he didn't come back.
0: <laughs> and-, and all this time, he never really formed... You know, all of everything that happens after this point could have been solved with one conversation. Yes. One.
1: Yes. One. Yep.
0: <laughs> Father, what are you doing? Okay, here is what I am doing. Now, what I'm was he doing? trying to make humanity better. He what? was trying to make the web way, but for people.
1: Yes. So, for those of you who don't know, <laughs> humanity at this point relied on travel through a, the hell dimension that's called the warp. For reliable and faster, uh, faster than light travel, essentially. Basically, what they do is they have these warp engines that literally tear a hole in the fabric of reality to this ultimate dimension, into space hell, which is called the warp, which is that universe of that's based off emotions. Um, and they use that with uh, conjunction of these things called Geller fields, which keeps the demons from fucking them to death.
0: <laughs> and, and that's how they would reliably travel throughout the galaxy, traveling through space hell yes. with the easily destroyable generators that yes. would keep the demons from murder-raping them into non-existence. Yes. And so the Emperor decided this is a bad idea and <laughs> found out that space elves called the Eldar had this, me- had this thing called the Webway, which was basically a method of pocket dimension, this network of pocket dimensions that they could use to travel through the warp without getting, eat- getting murder raped by the elf by Slaanesh, which is the chaos god that they specifically created because the elves like to party way too hard. Should <laughs> we talk about that one a little more? I think we should talk about that one a little more. Yes, so... So, now, so, the elves... Space elves existed. Space elves exist. They're called Eldar. Um, They liked to party way too hard. And in their hard partying, they created the warp, which is fueled off of emotion, created a being of all of their coalescent glam rock orgy shit. And that being was born... In, it was born into the warp, and its birth killed a, most of the elves. Yeah. With the exceptions being the elf Amish. Yeah. The elf dinosaur Amish. Yeah. Whose canonicity I don't remember. And the elves that jumped into their own weird pocket dimensions, that way they could party murder orgy even harder. So there were three factions
1: of Eldar after the birth of Selash. There were the Eldar yes. Exodites, who were the dinosaur ones. They literally, mm. they literally, they literally, they rejected tradition.
0: No, what is it? Return, <laughs> they, rejected tradition, returned to lizard.
1: Yes, they pretty much did that. They basically became primitives on, uh, like, jungle worlds. Uh, then there were the craft world Eldar, who live on massive fucking spaceships. And like, they're like nomads now, I guess you could call yeah. them. And then there were the Dark Eldar, who murder fuck things so that Slaanesh doesn't murder fuck them. <laughs>
0: Yes, that's exactly what happened. And so the, so Big E saw how the elves were not being consumed by the chaos god they created specifically and was like, you know what, that's pretty cool. I want that. And so he started working on his own super secret webway portals. Yes. And apparently he couldn't be bothered to tell his kids yep. or their literal armies of uh, slightly genetically inferior clones. He couldn't be bothered to tell them what he was doing. Because... Only just
1: slightly. I don't think we, we, we mentioned how fucking impressive space marines are. They're literally yes. like, they're like eight feet tall. And they yes. have two hearts, three lungs, acid spit. Some of them have acid spit. No, they <laughs> all have acid spit. Oh, they all have acid spit. <laughs> they have the ability to
0: cannibalize people and relive their memories. And can breathe without ox, Breathe almost no oxygen. <laughs> it's Fucking ridiculous. And these things yes.
1: are there's literally millions of them at this point.
0: Yes, and then there are the Primarchs, which are even more jacked up Space Marines, because the Space Marines were made out of the leftover lab stuff left over from the Primarchs. Yeah. So the Primarchs were just insane. They were like little tiny emperors. Pretty tiny, much, very yeah. specialized emperors, and they all had psychic powers.
1: They all had psychic powers of one way or another.
0: Yes. Including Uh, one of them who was just fucking immortal. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, should we talk about Primarchs?
1: Should we talk about the Primarchs a little bit? Uh, Yeah. We Uh, have
0: more than enough time. We can. Yeah, fair enough. We haven't been talking for that long. (laughs) So, let's start off with the first and go down the list.
1: Yeah, so Lionel Johnson, the first. Literally, the definition of
0: Conan the Barbarian in space. (laughs) He literally looks like... I don't even know. He looks like... He looks like if you took glam no that's fulgrim. He looks like every single like power metal mute vocalist in one person like long flowing hair, huge muscles. He looks like just straight up He-Man but with longer hair. Yeah. So Lion was he grew up
1: on this world called Caliban and it was literally the worst place you could ever live. There were <laughs> there were lion monsters with <laughs> like bat wings and shit. And they would oh, just kill farmers, like, on the day. Uh, like, uh, they were just on... manticores running around. Yes, they were literal <laughs> manticores. I couldn't think of the word. <laughs> uh, so, Caliban was a shit place, and
0: There will be several throughout this explanation. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, and there were these things called Night Orders, which existed on the planet, and the Night Orders mm-hmm. existed to basically it was basically feudal Europe on a planet. Uh, the yes. Knight Orders existed to protect the peasantry from the monsters. And from yes. the other Knight Orders. So the yes. Knight Orders would fight all the time.
0: The time. But because there was in the this, grim darkness, there's only stagnation.
1: There's only stagnation. But while the Knight Orders did fight each other, there was a code of honor to be held where you would never hunt the other Knight Order to extinction. You would always allow them to rebuild themselves. Because otherwise yeah. the balance of Caliban would would tip. Until yeah. This baby, landed into the middle of a swamp, killed a lion with its bare hands, and then said, I am in charge now. He, create, he created this up- night order of his own called The Order, and The Order, which was originally run by Luther, um, who kind of adopted Lionel Johnson. They just won. They just started killing everybody, and it's either you joined Lion's order, or you died
0: that's it yeah and that's how he-man came into existence
1: He would, yeah he would eventually be found he would be reunited with his sons the dark angels and because they were the first legion they were the most specific they were the most uh diverse general so they yeah. had uh wings breaking breaking up their orders and yeah i just need to wings of the dark angels uh There was the Deathwing, there was the Ravenwing, there was the Dreadwing, there was the Firewing, the Ironwing, and the Stormwing. Ah. These were all specified to do the things the other legions were made to do, yes. but because they were the first, they also have weird fucking like space agey tech that nobody else got, like fucking like <sighs> warp cannons and shit. It's wild. That's Read any any of the books enough. featuring featuring the First Legion, and you'll be fucking knocked off your. Fucking ass. They're they're amazing. They're
0: great. <laughs> yeah. Moving on. Fulgrim. 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 I uh, I have Fort One D Fortune open. Fulgrim was born on the most grim and mine. It was like a grim, disgusting mine planet. It was called Chemos. It literally yes. sounds
1: like fucking cancer treatment.
0: It's it's basically like the sweaty asshole of New Jersey. Yes. <laughs> and uh, Fulgrim, there was no art because. It, That planet relied on um, mining. That planet relied on exports to work. And there was no exports because the galaxy was ruined because Slaanesh's birth tore a giant hole in the center of the galaxy. More on that later. So, the planet was... Everyone was starving. And then Fulgrim landed and said, I do not vibe with this. And then proceeded to make everything better. Literally everything. (laughs) Literally everything. He invented art. Yes. On that planet.
1: (laughs) Uh, Fun fact... Fulgrim on chemos means uh, either savior or messiah. I can't remember ah, which one. Doesn't but it's...
0: Fulgrim mean ugly in an actual language? Fulgrim means ugly in Swedish.
1: That is funny as shit. I had no idea.
0: <laughs> Fulgrim means ugly in a certain language. Well, in, it's like a... Ferris Manis means literally iron hands. Yes! <laughs> Brief aside, the Emperor named all of his children after puns. Yes. Which means that he knew he named one of his kids Angron! Yeah <laughs> More on that later. So Fogram made art on the he evolved chemos that way it would not only become self-sustaining, where they people the people not only had time to survive but thrive, and he brought back art. And so after he brought back art, and made chemos this wonderful functioning place, the emperor showed up and was like, Hey son, this is your army. Lead them. We have shit to conquer. And Fogram's like, yes. But first, I must make them fabulous. And he did. And then they continued. And so, then other stuff happened. But there's your intro.
1: They eventually fell to the taint of to chaos. They fell to chaos. Because, they became corrupted. Because uh, Fulgrim was so fixated on becoming so perfect that when he discovered the species called the Lair, uh, and then he noticed how on the last fight against the Lair, in their citadel, whatever, um, yes. There was this giant sword
0: that and he, he thought it was cool.
1: That that so, they were all doing Norgy around, and he just kind of <laughs> he just kind of like, walked over them, and he's like, "This sword, it's mine now. The rest of these lair, kill them all, and then went back to the fa- ship."
0: Yeah, and he failed his constitution saving throws.
1: Yes, so and he became
0: fell, to Slanesh.
1: and then he became a snake monster. Moving on, Partrabo. <laughs> The fourth
0: Pertorabo <laughs> is fun.
1: Yeah, he is great. Perturabo,
0: um fell on space grease. Yep.
1: And grew uh, up. Yeah, it was literally the, called it, Olympia. It's
0: it's yeah, it's Olympia. It's straight up just space grease. <laughs> yeah. But Sucky. And so Perturabo was a grouchy dick. Yeah. And he basically was the embodiment of of all of the toxic internet shit from the from, 4chan, from the 4chan days. And so he spent most of his... So he was this amazing, wonderful engineer artificer who made wonders more complicated than anyone could reproduce simply by looking at an item, looking at an object. He reforged a sword from scratch just by looking at and holding a sword. And Fogre and Perturabo went around... He was adopted by the king of the tyrant... By the Tyrant King of Olympia. And he was like, you know what? This guy, the Tyrant King of Olympia, was like, you know what? I like him as much as a tyrant can like a person. And then Perch was like, you, you're not my real dad. I don't like you. Daddy, you, you, you manipulate me. You use me. You're not my real dad. He's like, but I, you could learn to like me like your dad. You're not my real dad. And then he met his real dad, who was the emperor. And he also was, and then he was disappointed because his real dad was not all he wanted. And so he became more of a grouchy asshole. Well, uh, yes and no. So the Emperor was not the perfect dad, obviously. Duh. Uh,
1: But he did respect Pertorabo, he just never told him that.
0: Oh. So the the Fourth
1: Legion were basically siege breakers. They were the literally the greatest at laying siege to anything, ever. Yes. And they would send the Iron Warriors, the 4th Legion, to the literally most stagnant battlefields ever.
0: And And things would happen.
1: (laughs) And things would happen because they were very good at what they did. Well, because Daddy didn't constantly pat Perturabo on the back and tell him how good of a job he was doing, uh, Perturabo became a grouchy asshole. And (laughs) grouchy asshole... Decided to uh, join Horus when Horus went all fucky with warp spaghetti.
0: I have a question. Yes. Because, like, isn't it implied that, like, the tyrant king of Olympia praised Perturabo as much as a tyrant could? Uh, yeah. Or would? Yeah. Yeah. So Perturabo was raised with, like, good job, son, you're doing good. This is really cool. And he was like, ugh.
1: But, like, in a super deep and
0: manly voice, you're just my stepdad. You're not my real father. My real father is in space.
1: He was such an asshole. He literally would never leave his armor. He was built into (laughs) his set of armor. I think it was called the Lordos. For real. He literally was, like, implanted into a suit of, like, super Terminator armor. They just riveted him in. (laughs) Pretty much. Have you ever seen a picture of of Pertorabo? He's always in the fucking
0: armor. (laughs) That's true. <laughs> That's so dumb. All right, Dragon and, Icon. Con, uh, get he uh, the plot of Conan the Barbarian, basically. Yeah. He fall onto Chagoris. Um, he decided to unite the barbarian hordes of Chagoris under his tactics of move really fast.
1: Yes, and hit really hard.
0: Hard, yes. And so he built. So he unified the plains of Chagoris. His whole plain pl- flat, plain land planet. And then the Emperor came, and Jakutai immediately was immediately like, see that guy, he got off of a spaceship. That guy knows what he's talking about. And then he immediately followed the Emperor. You know what one quality spaceships have? They go fast. 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 <laughs> he just stood there and saw how fast the thing came in from space. He was like, I can tell by the speed of your incline that you are clearly some kind of god. <laughs> and he immediately followed the Emperor.
1: Yes, and his legion, the White Scars, would excel at hit-and-run tactics, uh, yes. speed, just in general, um, yes. and being Mongolian. They were very yes. good at being Mongolian.
0: Something you don't really see in a lot of fictional media.
1: True, you don't see m- much Mongolian representation. Yes. All right, we're going to anyway.
0: Space Viking. Vikings. But with wolves. <laughs> but with wolves. Wolves. He on space. Raised by wolves. By wolves. And then he was found by some guy with the wolves. Yeah. And then he came and did Viking things. Like being on his... a boat on a lake. That's frozen. Yes. <laughs> And then he shouted, the Emperor showed up, and Lehman Russ is like I'm not going to believe you're the Emperor. You're important until you can beat me in a drinking contest. And <laughs> Lehman Russ won. <laughs> Didn't Lehman win? I uh, no, I'm pretty sure the Emperor no. won that. There were three tests. Was, there were three tests. Yeah, there was I thought it came I thought it was a tie up until one, an and then Lehman he beat him A
1: drinking contest, a fighting contest, and I can't for the life of me remember the third
0: contest. What's the third thing Vikings do?
1: Um, that's not PG-13.
0: <laughs> that's true. <laughs> anyway, moving on, Rogaldorn. Yeah, Rogaldorn. Dorn. Uh, he got to live a normal life.
1: He was on a frozen planet called Inuit, in which yes. literally, I'm pretty sure, is a people. The Inuit, Inuit yes. people of Alaska. Yes, yes. Um yeah, so it was frozen and cold, and yeah. Dorn was very good at building things. So <laughs> he built some stuff. And then he, he expected to live a normal life. He actually conquered his planet and yes, then, as all of them did. And then he actually expanded outside of his planet and created like a little empire. And when the Emperor came, he just turned it all over to the Emperor. He's like, alright, yeah, this is yours now, by the way. I he's like, so. <laughs> he's I like, got some This board. is
0: yours. He's like, I have successfully built the alt- a smaller version of your glorious vision. Yeah. It is yours much. now. Take pretty it. Pretty much. And then... Wasn't Dorn the only one who got to have, like, beside him and Zap Pranigan, who got to have normal human relationships with people?
1: Yes. Pretty much. Yes. I mean, look at the rest of these people. Look at the rest <laughs> of these fucking clowns and tell me that they had normal interactions with people. <laughs> <They> didn't fucking, <laughs> that didn't fucking happen. Maybe Magnus. Magnus had a pretty normal life. Yeah. Kind of Vulcan, sort of. Kind of, not really. He was hunting fire dragons.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, um, Ferris. oh uh, wait no, we're on Logan Door. Rag- we haven't even gotten burgers. to Edge. The Edge, Primarch. He's Batman. he is. He is. There's a line in the Night Lords book that say that they know exact, the Night Lords know exactly what happened when the Emperor first showed up that it's recorded. He said, Conrad Kurz, I'm the Emperor. I have come to free you. And he's like, who is Conrad Kurz? I am the Night Haunter.
1: Yeah, so (laughs) Conrad Kurz murder, Batman. Conrad Kurz was fucking crazy. Yes, And the reason he was so fucking crazy was because he
0: literally saw the future, but only the, <laughs> the worst bad. possible future. He had super anxiety. <laughs> and when he,
1: when the Emperor came to visit Conrad, he literally yeah. saw his own death at the hands oh. of the Emperor. Wow. And oh. then, in turn, the brothers that were with the Emperor, I believe it was uh, Rogaldorn. Fulgrim, and Ferris Manus. When mm-hmm. they each in turn greeted him, he also saw their deaths, or their fates. Like he saw Ferris Manus was beheaded. He saw mm-hmm. Fulgrim a writhing serpent monster. He saw Dorn fighting for his life, surrounded by enemies. Wow. And so yeah, that explains a lot. <laughs> yeah, if that doesn't explain the fucking mind warping torture yeah. that yeah. Conrad Kerr's experience on top of okay. that he was fucking bipolar he had split personality disorder oh the, the night haunter was an actual different person who what? acted differently than Conrad Kerr's wow huh there's a noticeable also, arc of Conrad huh. Kerr's where you can tell Conrad's
0: slipping away and
1: the night haunter is taking over
0: Huh. wow I did not know that Also, he grew up on the worst planet. Well, one of the worst planets. It's literally called Nostromo. Nostromo. I would rather true glass live on Nostromo. It was dark all- there was no light on this planet. He grew up in ultimate mega Gotham. It was so dark
1: because they lived on like the fucking interior of the planet. (laughs) <laughs> the the planet was made of adamantium. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not shitting you. It was made out of the things that they used to build the spaceships.
0: So that thing, that bit in the Night Lords book where they're like this is a fragment of Nostroa and they're like this is an asteroid of adamantium. This could fuel us. That's literally That's the planet. Why. The That's planet the was planet. straight up adamantium. After
1: um the heresy was kind of kicking off. Conrad Kurz blew up his own fucking planet.
0: Right. Yeah. Because it needed to be done. Because it needed to be done. Because there was crime happening. <laughs> right. Uh, let's. We should explain his deal because we explained all the other guys' deal. Um. Conrad no. Kurz was Batman, but if Batman was Ed Gein. Yes. Where he decided that um crime was bad. And the only way to get people to not do crime anymore was to make horrible flesh tapestries of their corpses. And yeah. ironically enough, that's exactly what the planet he was on needed. For a while. And so, but I think more than for a while, because once he, him, and the rest of the. Once him and the rest of his legion left, they all. the planet slipped back into being old the way it was before. Yeah, that's why he blew it up. Yeah. Because crime happens. And the only solution to crime is is death. Murder. (laughs) Murder. It's the only... Perturabo is Thomas Wayne.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Kind (laughs) of. Moving on to our glorious hawk boy, Sanguinius.
0: Yes. He grew up on Egypt. Space Egypt. Uh, That's a theme
1: with most of these Primarchs, actually. Yes. (laughs) Because <laughs> Russ kind of grew up on Snow Egypt. On yes. Nordic Egypt, I guess you might say. Sanglinius was cool. He had wings.
0: Yes. And uh, he was he also, nice. <laughs> yeah, he was so nice. He got his hands on his legion. Once he got his hands on his legion, who were, at this point, part vampire cannibal. And fucking nutty. Like, they, would, they were
1: berserkers beyond berserk. They he would shed blood. A- Drink the blood eat the people they drank the blood from, and then <laughs> spill more blood.
0: Yes. And he successfully took them and made something decent. Yeah. By simple virtue of having, couldn't by being one of the few people in the 40th millennium to have conditioner.
1: Yeah. He was a beautiful boy. Yes. Ferris Contrasting
0: Man- that, <laughs> Ferris Mann
1: was not a beautiful boy. They literally no called him the, the Gorgon. The Gorgon. He was best friends with punk rock fulgrim Gle- no, is it glam, glam Rock? Glam Rock, my I'm bad. Rock. Also, yes. Ferris Manis—I mentioned this before—literally means man or Iron oh, Man. Iron hand. <laughs> <laughs> That's his name. So, what do you think he did?
0: He, he like making with stuff with his hands. Hands, literally. His hands are so, also
1: liquid silver.
0: Because he killed this giant iron monster thing.
1: The silver worm, I think it's called. Yes. Worm spelt with a Y for some fantasy reason. Yes. Um, yeah, he drowned and... it in a pool of liquid silver.
0: And then. <laughs> and his hands were coated in the metal. And instead of, like, having his hands not be able to move anymore, he was just like, I can make this work. And then he proceeded to blacksmith with his bare hands.
1: Yeah. What a man. Anyway, so cool. Fulgrim cut off his head with a demon sword. Yes. Or technically, a demon cut off his head with Fulgrim's body using a demon sword. Yes. Whatever. It's complicated. That's, that's, that's another story.
0: episode. Angron. <laughs> Can I just? I'd like yes. to point out the pri- the Emperor knew what chaos was. Yeah. The whole At time. this point, he knew that chaos had different factions. Yeah. Like there were. The, he knew what chaos gods were. He knew that there was one dedicated to just angry murder. <laughs> and he named one of his children Angron. Yeah.
1: Angron. Angron's a misunderstood child. <laughs> who, grew up, <laughs> who grew up on a gladiator world called Nyceria. And yes. Nyceria was a horrible place to live. It was as literally Mad worlds. Max world, like Earth was at this time, covered but in. Roman. But Roman. But Roman. And uh when they found Engron, Engrond killed a man with his bare hands. So they As most of these Primarchs did. So he they took him into a bathroom and drilled spikes into his head until he was more angry than he could possibly be otherwise.
0: <laughs> a feat that seems impossible until you realize these are big spikes. These <laughs> things called
1: the butcher nails. Butcher's nails. Butcher's nails. Um would, drill into your, like, the gray matter of your brain, and inject fucking rage-inducing hormones into your brain, and it wouldn't stop until you murdered someone. <laughs> now, imagine, like, the worst headache you've ever had, but in only the only cure is to rip somebody's throat out with your bare hands.
0: That sounds like working a customer service job.
1: Kinda. Kinda. <sighs> not far off. I see where he gets it. Let me just say, I see where he's coming from.
0: Yeah, I stood at the front door of a grocery store and told people not to wear their masks for about a month. I understand.
1: Fair enough.
0: (laughs) Like, so Angron was a gladiator, and then he had, over the course of his Primarchy, he had friends. He made gladiator friends who were also people who liked murdering people. Who also had not many,
1: I might say, not many.
0: Not enough. Clearly
1: not enough at the end.
0: Yes, not enough. But almost. I mean, almost. Just enough to survive long enough for the Emperor to kill them. So he created a. He was based
1: in Spartacus. He created an army of slaves, of gladiator slaves. And uh, they they were called the Eater of Cities. Yes. This army of slaves. And they were not winning at all. They were literally being pushed back to their last retreat. Their literal final ground. This is where they made their glorious stand. And this is where they're all gonna die. And then Angron appeared on a spaceship in orbit of the (laughs) planet. And then Angron, noticeably angry, the Emperor walked up to him, said, Angron, my boy, I've come to reclaim you. And Angron said, (laughs) And the, the Emperor understood that as, but my friends are all dying on the planet, let me die with them, you shiny fucking guy. And <coughs> Yamper said, but no, I can't do that
0: because... You're mine. You're my lab baby.
1: <laughs> I could very easily send your entire legion of space marines down to this I could
0: very easily go down there myself. And kill and all of the-, the enemies. And secure the entire <laughs>
1: planet. But he said, I'm a little busy right now, and... Uh, <coughs> We gotta make it. <laughs> we gotta turn this baby around. So Anon <coughs> fucking hated the Emperor, by the way. And, yes. Uh, then he he met his legion, the Warhounds, they were called. And then uh, he. Turned, they were not angry enough. They weren't angry enough. They weren't the angry Marines. So he turned around <laughs> I mean, and renamed the legion.
0: The world
1: leaders, world because, because heavy metal intensifies. Yes. To soundtrack plays. <laughs> yes. And the world leaders, the newly named world leaders, uh, yes. could never get enough time with their daddy. Because he despised them all. Because every time he looked at them, he, rem- he was reminded that all of his actual brothers and sisters died Our on this yes. area.
0: So, I, yes, yes go dead. ahead. Why is it the Emperor didn't just recruit some of those guys?
1: That's a <laughs> fantastic
0: ass. Say- he could have saved some of them and put them through the process to become space marines. Because he knew Angron was going to betray him. <laughs> like it has time. to happen. It has to happen.
1: He has to fun, hate me. Fun fact: He did know the horse heresy was going to happen. He did know that some of his sons were going to betray him.
0: He did he know which ones? No, but so he was just an asshole to everybody, just to be sure. Just to be, just in case. He did know
1: for a fact that Fulgrim and Jagged Icon were supposed to go to
0: each other's planets. That's why. Uh, <laughs> So Fulgrim was supposed to end up on the big flat plains. Yes. And Jagatai Khan was supposed to end up on the gray acid world.
1: Yes. That's why he entrusted Fulgrim. But part of the reason, I explained it before, but that's part of the reason why he also entrusted Fulgrim with the Aquila and why they were called the Emperor's Children. Because he didn't Uh. think Fulgrim was one of the ones that were going to betray him. He never Uh. trusted the Khan. He was always suspicious of Jagatai
0: because he didn't know uh, where he would land. What? Really? Yeah. So he knew where everyone else would land except for Jagatai. Pretty much. He was never wow.
1: he was never certain where Jagatai would stand
0: on the whole heresy. Huh. The Rabutay <laughs> Gilliman. <clears throat> this guy got to have a normal life and we make fun of him for it every day. Yeah, he wasn't metal enough. Yes. He literally made space roam. He got to have a mom. Yeah, and a dad. No 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 one else got to have parents. <laughs> Except fucking Rabute Gilliman. Gilliman. He got his mom is still alive, kinda. Of. Kinda. She's just old as fuck. Yes. Um, he his, he gets to visit his mom. Yeah. None of these other people have family. <laughs> With the yeah. exception of mate ba- no, not Jagatai.
1: No, they're dead. They're dead as fuck. Right. What am I saying? uh lorgar uh, lorgar kinda really kofaron i guess technically yeah anyway we're getting to that uh yeah. conquered 500 worlds made a pocket empire called the realm of ultramar and then the emperor was like cool you can kind of still rule this and he was like cool so that's what happened that's where rabute yeah. is for most of this he's just expanding yeah. fucking ultramar like a
0: yeah. Everyone loves Ultramarines, even though they have like the least cool origin story.
1: They're just normal people.
0: Yes. They're just dudes.
1: They're just And that's dudes. not as
0: cool as people who ride dragons.
1: I agree. So, Mortarion, the full <laughs> Primark. Literally I could smell him from here.
0: Yes. Uh his deal was he grew up on a world that was run by a greater Nurgle demon. Yep. Yeah. Only he didn't know that. And no one knew what the greater... All they knew was the demon overlord. And so he was raised by a greater demon of Nurgle because the greater demon of Nurgle found him. Yeah. Literally necromancers. Literally fucking necromancers.
1: Necromancers. Smelly necromancers. The whole planet... By the way, the planet was called Barbarous.
0: Yes. The whole
1: planet was covered in a toxic fog that went... The further you climbed in the planet but in elevation, the deadlier the fog you got. So, only, like, the the demons of fucking the plague god could ascend to, like, the top of the, the, the highest peaks of the mountains. Because the fog was so deadly, it would kill even Mortarion. And it almost did. Yeah. And then the Emperor killed Steeled his his dad's death. His yes. adopted dad's death. Literally, the Emperor came and was like, Mortarion, you're my son. And Martarian's like, cool, but I gotta finish this fight, and then maybe we'll talk. And then the Emperor's like, cool, watch this, and launched a fucking rocket into the, into the uh the Greater Demon's face and killed him. And Martarian was like, he killed, Steel, All right, I hate you now. Yes.
0: <laughs> well, he committed the unpardonable sin. He stole a man's kill right in front of him.
1: Yeah. Anyway, the
0: unpardonable sin.
1: He was grumpy Mag- for, the rest of, yes. <laughs> for the rest of eternity.
0: Yes, Magnus the Red. He was red. He had one yes. eye,
1: and he was red. Yes. He was also a space musician. <laughs>
0: <person>. Yes. <clears throat> uh, I just like to make one joke. I opened up the one D four chain page, and the like the third one was a uh, wide Araman <laughs> 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 Oh God! Okay. Damn. So All he right. was a space wizard. <laughs> He was, who was more wizard. noticeably mutated than all of them. He was bright red and he had a single eye. And well, he was also a giant he had, nerd. He had two eyes at the beginning. Yes.
1: But he gave up his eye to save his sons because the Thousand Sons, his Space Marine Legion, uh, yes. were degenerating at a rapid rate and they were literally turning right. into Chaos Spawn because mm-hmm. they were fucking a little too hard with the warp. So he made a deal yeah. with the thing. Uh, the mm-hmm. thing turned out to be Zeech, the god of change mm-hmm. and scheme. Yes deviousness and he gave up his eye like odin to uh (laughs) secure his son's survival i don't think that's why odin gave up his eye
0: i think odin gave up his his eye for knowledge but it's
1: kind of the same thing
0: yes kind of (laughs) i just like to point out uh he was a space wizard he was he led an army of space wizards in a faction of humanity that specifically said space wizards were bad. Yeah. <laughs> Despite having their own space wizards.
1: Yeah.
0: In different flavors.
1: Hypocrisy is like a very common theme in this. I don't know if
0: picked yeah. up
1: on that one yet.
0: Yeah, that's gonna... Yeah, I can't wait to talk about the individual leeches. That's gonna be so much fun. Yeah, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Yeah. Alright, Horace lupacal Uh, he's the only one who has his name remembered by the emperor whenever they meet because he's the only <laughs> one who was around for any period of time. Oh, you're Horus. I know you. I <laughs> know you. I remember your name. <laughs> and then he just looks at Jagatai and He he's just like, Mongolian. what about me? For? Just, uh, no, pass. <laughs> he's <laughs> looking at sounds like, Fulgrim, Vulcan, uh, Pass. <laughs> Uh, angry, I know you. Angry, I named you. E- I made your name simple. Angry, uh, uh, Conrad something. No, I don't remember. <laughs> so Horus uh, landed on this planet called Chthonia.
1: and Chthonia was actually close to Earth, relatively speaking, mm-hmm. uh, in terms of the galaxy. Yes. Um, where he spent a very little time on Chthonia. so the mm-hmm. Emperor picked him up only a couple of years after he landed. <laughs> and he so like he barely spoke the language, like he spoke the language obviously, but like mm-hmm. there was a noticeable accent that his mm-hmm. sons talk about all the time. Like I don't know if this is mind fucking, like you're doing this on purpose so we notice the way you're we speaking, or it's it, they go back and forth. Um, yeah. But because he spent so little time at uh, and so much time with the Emperor, he was referred almost to as a Terran Primarch. Because huh. of how little time he spent on his homework, he was literally wow. the, the first one right off the gate. Found, and then he stabbed his the his daddy with um, warp fuckery. But that's yes that comes later. That's later. All uh, right,
0: Vulcan. No, nope. wait, no, Lorgar. No, 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 no,
1: no, no. You you skipped that one on purpose, probably. But <laughs> Lorgar, Lorgar is actually still a Primarch. Don't forget,
0: Lorgar. Kinda doesn't really do that. Like Lorgar in like the heresy... heresy. He started all of this I shit. Love it. Yes, and then he just kinda let it spiral out of control. He just kind of technically Arabus kicked... started this shit. Yes. He awesome. kissed the snowball and just watched it spiral downhill yeah. until it became an avalanche.
1: Yeah.
0: So Lorgar was
1: uh landed on this planet called Colchis, and Colchis was a planet of literally religious people. That's all they did. Yes,
0: that was their thing,
1: religion, and their religion just yes. happened to be chaos, literal chaos.
0: <laughs> which is apparently the only other religion you can have. Apparently, there's either K. the one, which is the fucking emperor,
1: or it's chaos. chaos. No, one. Those else. are your options. <laughs> so, Lorgar Aurelian, fun fact, means the golden
0: one, ah,
1: on account of the slight golden hue to his skin. Really? Yes.
0: Um, so why? Orgar, so the, why wasn't he the emperor's favorite? Because he wasn't golden enough.
1: Yeah, maybe I don't know. <laughs> he he was obviously like, uh, I'm not even gonna get into the jokes about the Catholic Church.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's for Lorgar's personal episode. Yeah, that's
1: that's that's down the line. Um, so Lorgar uh, didn't like the fact that they worshipped chaos. And mm-hmm. so he created his own religion called The One. And guess who that religion worshipped?
0: The, the Emperor. Emperor. <laughs> As you know, the only other religion you can have.
1: Yes. So he then decided to nuke his planet until everybody else also followed this religion. Meanwhile, yes. his first captain, uh, also his adopted dad, Corferon. Mm-hmm. um, was still worshipping Chaos, uh-huh. and his first chaplain, who is also kind of a bitch, Erebus, Still worshipping Chaos. Uh, still <laughs> worshipping Chaos, and all the while, they're whispering in Lorgar's ear, like, hey, hey, it's not that bad. And then when <laughs> the Emperor bitch-slaps Lorgar after Monarchia, we'll get into that later, later. <laughs> Erebus said, hey, Chaos, hey, not so bad. Not or definitely. Baron was like, hey, my son, you're my son. Hey, Chaos. Yeah. and then they <laughs> turned to the chaos
0: full so blown and went... they started worshipping chaos moving on Vulcan yes. Vulcan Vulcan is our secondary diversity character yes arguably more important than the other diversity character yes. <laughs> because he rides dragons and that makes him the best one yeah fair enough Vulcan so... grew up on another really shitty place except his really shitty place was on fire always it was always on fire was it called nocturne
1: is Nocturne. it was called nocturne yeah it was
0: nocturne it was not nocturne ecosystem was lava and giant lizards (laughs) yeah (laughs) giant dragons (laughs) so he also had a
1: skin deformity which made him literally as black as coal yes Like, like sure people say black now you mean the darker skin tones but yeah. he was, his skin was literally jet black.
0: Yes. Like, theoretical zero, zero, zero on the color gradient.
1: Right. He was, and uh, despite, and he had glowing red eyes. Glowing red eyes. His eyes were fucking piercing red. Despite this, he was literally the most friendly Primark out of every single one of them. <laughs> he was the That's only probably... one who gave a shit about anybody else.
0: Except Ang- Everybody gave, well, I feel like he was the only one who gave a shit about enough people so that when they died, he didn't just stop altogether. Yeah. Fair enough. He was like, you know what's cool? People. People are cool. You see? Like, we killed that giant dragon together. People are awesome. And meanwhile, everyone else had, like, one person that they cared about, and that one person would die.
1: Yep. Every time.
0: Vulcan was the only person in the entirety of the Primark lineup that understood what teamwork was.
1: Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> therefore his sons the salamanders also were quite friendly yes and they
0: would continue and this
1: trend indefinitely
0: yes being the only people who care about civilian casualties despite yes. exclusively using flame-based weapons yes we must minimize the civilian casualties. Bring out the bring out the accidental murderer. Nine thousand. Oops! Everybody's on fire. <laughs> and they're the only ones who would actually feel bad about friendly fire while using the friendly fire. Nine thousand. Yeah. Uh, okay, Corvus Corax. He's not that. He, he's cool, but he kind of fades into obscurity compared to the other ones because that was literally his power. Yeah. That yeah. was literally his. That was every all of them had psychic powers. His psychic power was you don't see me, and yeah. no one would see him. He basically Jedi mind tricked himself out of people's visions. Yes, and like, which is good. Monitors. Which is good because he lived on a prison planet.
1: So Deliverance, which it was called later on, yes, um, was literally a planet that was occupied solely by jail or uh, by by jellies, by people in prison. Yeah. Yes. It was basically a mining planet, I believe. And yes. they sent tech, uh, resources to a forge world that was upper in the- the planet- in the, uh, the orbital system. And, uh, well, he led a slave revolt, mm-hmm. and killed everybody. And as mm-hmm. he killed everybody, the Emperor landed, and was like, Hey, you did a pretty good job here. I'm your dad. <laughs> and then, that was it. That was pretty much it.
0: Yeah. So,
1: after, uh, a bunch of shit happens, Corvus Corax gets depressed and literally just walks into the Eye of Terror, which is where all his straighter brothers landed up. Yes. And and never left. No, he didn't leave, but you know what he did do? He became a fucking demon of chaos, of fucking fear. He became the literal representation of fear. He became a shadow demon. I'm not fucking with you. He became a fucking shadow demon and kicked the shit out of Lorgar, as he retreated, he was like, I know what you smell like now. I'm never gonna fucking stop.
0: <laughs> so that's why we only not seen Lorgar in a couple hundred years. I read it. I'm reading it right now. He just, he shapeshifts into, red ra- shapeshifts into red-eyed ravens and becomes a living shadow. Yeah. <laughs> and he's, he became a chaos demon. Yeah. So he could kill Chaos Demons. Yep. Corvus Corax just, like, this, is badass. He's so edgy that he became Chaos to kill Chaos. He literally became the Night Hunter. Yes. He just became fucking Spawn. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Alright, Alpharius, Omegon. Oh, <laughs> M- maybe? No one knows anything about <laughs> them. They were because by- there's two I of guess. them. There's two of them. There's Alpharius and Omegon. Or maybe there were three. No one knows. No one knows. So, Schrodinger's.
1: Schrodinger's <laughs> yes,
0: Alpharius. Alpharius.
1: So, Continue. So, Alpharius was also... So, he had... He was rare in the fact that he had a twin brother named Omegon. Yes. And they would just kind of swap bodies sometimes. They would just pretend to be each other. And yes. Omega was the captain of his first company. And mm-hmm. so, like... They were both kind of always in the meetings, and they always looked the same, and everybody else looked the same. So nobody knew who was Alpharius, and who was Omegon, and who was also Alpharius, but just a normal legionnaire. So (laughs) Alpharius was shorter than the rest of his primarch brothers. Therefore, Mm -hmm. Omegon was also shorter. But we'll just refer to them as Alpharius for now.
0: Yes, they are all Alpharius.
1: I am Alpharius. We are (laughs) Alpharius. So Alpharius was short, and his legionnaires were like abnormally tall. So they could kind of just all pretend to be each other all the time. And they had no idea if they were actually Altharius or not, because their their Legion uh, librarians, the warp fuckers, the, basically the space wizards in each Legion, would literally yes. wipe everybody's mind. <laughs> and have like Manchurian kind of code words that would be released to the Legionnaires. And then they would remember who they were if they were really that person. They would remember who they were supposed to be at that time. <laughs> they are literally the most mind-boggling and confusing group of individuals I have ever read about in my entire
0: life. So it's like they could all—they're all. So they don't know who they each individually are. Yes. Un- the only person who knows anything is the is a librarius, and librarius doesn't remember does anything. Have thing, who also could be a different person because there's another. There are other librariusses. Yes, going all the way up to the Primarch. Yep. Allegedly, or all maybe. Yes, <laughs> or all maybe. So Alphari- they all call themselves Alpharius because even they don't know if they're Alpharius or not.
1: Yep.
0: It's genius. It's short. Sometimes my genius is so great it generates oh, it, gravity. Friday- <laughs> That's why the Alfarius and Omegon were so short.
1: Yep okay so back to the emperor (laughs) that was a long ass (laughs) tangent holy fuck
0: it was absolutely necessary
1: yeah it kind of was so uh horus had bad daddy issues and was convinced by the gods of chaos we'll get more into this when we talk about the Horus heresy but he was convinced by the gods of chaos that he needs to murder everybody so he kind of did that he launched the Horus heresy uh basically giant galactic civil war which half the trader legions fought the other half and half the imperial army fought the other half and half the mechanicus-ish fought the other half we didn't even talk about them we'll talk about them later
0: they're basically shamans shaman robot nerds who fuck toasters
1: yeah so the (laughs) horus heresy uh basically boiled down to this giant siege of terror of earth yes the horus Horace's legions landed on Terra. It was a massive fuck-off siege that lasted months. Uh, all the while, uh, the the gods of chaos were whispering in the Horace's ear, slowly driving him yes. more and more and more and more crazy. So, yes. uh, the siege was running out, and Horace knew if he didn't end the siege quick, then the other loyalist legions that were separated from Terra uh, would catch up and that he would get surrounded and promptly Done. executed. Yeah. Yes. Um, so in an effort of uh, taunting, we yes. think I haven't read this book yet, so I'm not hundred percent sure on the next series of events, but we think that Horace turned down turned off the void shields of a ship, mm-hmm. inviting the Emperor to fight him in one last grand fucking Mortal Kombat-esque <laughs> showdown.
0: We must of- have he was just like we're, like, false emperor, we must have the anime showdown that you promised me. Pretty much. And the much. Emperor was like, yes! And then that happened.
1: So he teleported aboard the Vengeful Spirit his flagship with Sanguinius, Rogaldorn, and a handful of custodies and a handful of Space Marines, and some Imperial Guards. Not many.
0: Yes. Not many. Just enough to be, um, just enough to be diverse.
1: <laughs> just enough to be all-entities Olenus
0: Yeah, Yes. Well, I want to, I have... I have a tangent about him. We'll get to that later. <laughs> we'll get to that later.
1: Um, so, the Emperor and Horus had this giant smackdown, but first, before that happened, uh, Sanguinius uh, basically knew. Sanguinius also had powers of foresight, similar to yes. Connor Curse's, but he knew exactly when he was going to die, for months. Yes. And he yes. saw this event where, in which Horus struck him down. So, yes. Sanguinius played to that future, and Arranged events so that Horus struck him down. Upon seeing this, the emperor was fucking dumbstruck. He couldn't land a killing blow on Horus, and Horus landed a couple cl- killing blow bull- blows on the emperor until yes. fucking a normal ass guy, Alanis Pius was actually a perpetual.
0: we we'll I want to that in a second.
1: He yanks himself into fucking Horus. Horus fucking deletes him from existence with a fucking bet. And the Emperor's is like, "Oh, okay, so this is how this is gonna go." And delete <laughs> Horus from existence, and then, <laughs> in turn, the emperor gets turned into a powerfully just skeleton.
0: I have okay. Now that we've made it to Helanius Pius, <clears throat> that brings up a very, very big question that I've had for the longest time. Ever since finding out that the guy who who the like in the beginning when I first found out about, it, I didn't know that the guy the it was supposed to. be I heard of the guy who jumped in between Horus and the Emperor as just a nameless legionary, and that was yeah. supposed to be symbol like a like writing symbolism. But yeah. as it turns out, that guy had a name, Olanius yes. Pius, and a guy who has been in every major human war ever. Yep, and is immortal. Yep, he's a perpetual, just like the Emperor, just like Malkador. So my question is. Why is it the Emperor didn't know that Alanius Pius was there, even though he's been in every conceivable human war? Uh, he's met the Emperor. Does Did... the Emperor know that?
1: Um, question mark. I remember them talking about this in one of the first books with Alanius Pius in it. I forget what book it was. Uh, mark of Calf, I think. Um, and he says that he's seen and talked to the Emperor. Uh, during the Unification Wars.
0: Well, yeah, I assume that, like... I don't
1: know if the Emperor knew he was a Perpetual.
0: Ah. So the Emperor was being all dramatic, like, my son is dead! And Horace, meanwhile, is stabbing him in the the face, Then Horace just vaporizes this dude, and then he's like, I see now that you're truly evil and beyond redemption. And then he kills Horace.
1: So that's what we know. The book isn't out yet.
0: We don't know exactly
1: right. what happens. There are some wild ass theories out there. Right. That one of them, my favorite one, is that Sanguinius kills Horus, and then falls to the black rage and the red thirst, yeah. And then the emperor has to kill Sanguinius and then deletes Horus's soul out of existence to protect Sanguinius' memory.
0: Oh, I like that's really cool.
1: I like that a lot. What?
0: Yeah, that's a lot cooler than what we have now, which is just, which in my head plays out like this. Um, the Emperor and his army shows up to Horace's throne room, they posture, Sanguinius and Horus fight, Sanguinius' is delta-killing blow. Dramatic music plays as glorious Hawkboy falls, and the Emperor drops his weapon and just, noo, all slow motion and dramatic, while epic music plays and he drops to his knees and he holds his son dramatically, or we just get the the famous picture of the Emperor just kind of standing there nobly while Sanguinius is all yeah. on the floor, <laughs> and then while this is happening, the Emperor, emperor is shedding madly tears, and then Horus is just whacking at him, dealing, killing him, he's like, han, 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 han. I killed Sanguinius, nye, nye, nye. and the Emperor's like, my son, how could you do this, while Sanguinius is actively trying to cut the Emperor's head off. <laughs> and then Alanius Pius is like, No! And then he jumps in front of him, and then Horus is like, he snaps his fingers, then Alanius Pius is Thanos away, and then the Emperor sees Pius get Thanos, and then he's like, I see now that you are beyond redemption, as he's sitting in the middle of his throne room while Horus has besieged Terra, and then he decides to use psychic magic bullshit to delete Horus's soul from existence.
1: Yeah. Yeah, some, uh, Some turn of events.
0: Yes. Also, have they explained why exactly the Emperor is stuck in... Why exactly the Emperor gets bound to the chair?
1: Uh, Because it's the only thing that would keep him alive.
0: Okay, cool. But like, do they explain what damages him that bad?
1: No, the book is now yet. Okay, cool. Uh, (laughs) Chaos.
0: Yes. (laughs) Exactly. So the Emperor basically is stuck on life support forever. And he's slowly dying. Yes, very slowly. So very to keep slowly. him alive, because his life, he power, his existence is creates this thing called the Astronomicon, which is this giant beacon that's allow that allows people to travel through the warp with some measure of navigability. And so the emperor is kept alive by feeding him those psychic space wizards in shipfuls,
1: a thousand a day.
0: Yes. They kill so the psychers, the things we mentioned in the beginning, those guys are gathered from across the galaxy, and are taken to the golden throne at the emperor's big giant life support chair, and they are sacrificed so that way the emperor can continue to live and power the Astronomicon. Yep. Meanwhile, the light of said Astronomicon draws the attention of a giant intelligence thing known as the Tyranid Hive Mind. Incorrect. Incorrect.
1: No. That's not what drew the Tyranids to the galaxy.
0: Really? No.
1: It's actually, he, <laughs> um, it was actually a battle that literally happened during the Horus Heresy. Right. Um, yeah. Uh, we should. That's a whole fucking thing. It's in, yeah. a, it's in the book of the Horus Heresy. It's in the Pharos. Okay. It's the Light of Pharos literally with signals the Tyranids signal to Tyrannus invade. Huh. Um, so if the horse her- heresy didn't happen, then the Tetrarchs, the or they would have come a lot later.
0: Yeah. Also, orcs are a thing.
1: Yeah. They're kind of this
0: extraneous thing. They like to beat things up. Yeah. Their video, will, their thing will be fairly short. <laughs> yeah, they're they're pretty simple things. They're, yeah. they're simple creatures. Fun fact: I actually got into 40k because of the. I got into the orcs first before I got into the Space Marines. I feel like most people do. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, continue.
1: No, I was just just thinking. Um, yeah. we're pretty much at the the tail end of the emperor's story here. Yeah. Of as of now. Yes. James Workshop is as always writing. Now. Oh, we could talk about the forty first money in the Dark Imperium. Sure.
0: I know almost nothing about that. Please talk about that. After so, Rabute Guilliman, commander of the
1: Ultrians, comes back to life after being not. Yes.
0: Or, he was in, yeah. he was in stasis. He was in stasis yes. Not alive,
1: stasis same shit. Um, yeah. So, Rabute Gilman comes back, and he makes his way all the way to Terra. After some fuckery with Magnus and all that. Whatever. He gets yes. into the throne room. Nobody knows what the conversation's like. But, yes. all we know is that Rabute Gilliman walks out of the fucking throne room with the Emperor's sword. And it's a <laughs> lot... It's fucking on fire! So, you can assume... <laughs> With reasonable uh, accountability that the Emperor had a conversation with Gilliman
0: and then yes. granted
1: him his sword.
0: Yes. And also his um elf waifu permit. Shh. <laughs> we don't need to talk
1: about that.
0: <laughs> That's for his episode. <laughs> yeah,
1: that'll, that'll be covered in his episode
0: absolutely again I'm here for the memes yes the memeing shall continue in the next episode (laughs) so next episode will be about
1: horse heresy
0: yep that is going to be a fairly long episode that is going to be a pain in my ass but I I
1: will do it regardless
0: Absolutely. All right. We, yep. And...
1: Oh, finished.
0: Yes. With that, we sign you off. Good night, Jeff Ave Imperator, <laughs> brother.
1: Ave Imperator.